Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash bonfiresidechat. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is Bob Mackey. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is an undead favorite. And for this episode, we are talking about worlds 4-2 and 4-3 of Demon's Souls, concluding the Shrine of Storms. And as you heard, we are joined once again, um, gladly, uh, by Bob Mackey of Retronauts. Hi, Bob. Hi, happy to be here. I love the episode. and I love all the Souls games. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We are very happy to have you here. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, Retronauts, um, you oh, also right. guested on that, uh, the, that that live episode we did, and we um, very gratefully <laughs> showed up on your live episode, which was fun. Yeah, that was a great uh, two episodes we, put, we did together, and I yeah. definitely recommend anyone who hasn't, please uh, download the Mario Kart one we put together. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yes, and also listen to Retronauts. Yes. yes. Which I, yeah. on the record saying. of... The podcast I, one of the very few that I've listened to every single episode of. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and yeah, I, I I love it. Good work. <laughs> we're all Aren't great. We all we? grand. Yeah, I think yeah, we that's... made the same series of jokes at the last time you were on. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, but you know, since we repeat it, it means it's true. So that's true, and it's, it's been a while. running joke. So there we there we go. It went from inside joke to joke to running joke, and then eventually it will be dead joke. In the, the life cycle. It'll be After the uh, sideshow Bob stepping on rakes of uh, your podcast. <laughs> you mean the best thing about that episode? Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll accept it. Um, yeah, so so last episode, um, we scoured the surface of the Shrine of Storms, vanquishing the Vanguard and learning how to deal with the cartwheeling skeletons. Um, heading further into the windswept cliffs, we defeated the Adjudicator's Excess and found ourselves in a world of shit via V, vis a vis. Grim Reapers. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, climbing uh climbing into the uh into the more permanent structures of the uh of the Shrine of Storms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think we talked about last time, I think we talked about what you can do with the uh the adjudicator's soul. Just to yes. make sure we don't forget yes. it. Yeah, we, meat cleaver we, we, and we have made a habit of this. Yeah. Oh yeah, the meat cleaver. Yeah. yeah. Fucking so, love that weapon. Which so will much. help you quite a bit in this this next section I found. Um, on my meat cleaver run, I had the easiest time mm-hmm. with with four two. Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, have you done a meat cleaver run, Bob? I haven't. I tend to uh, favor. I'm not as uh, creative as you guys are. I tend to, to stick with what I know, just because I'm I'm sort of a coward when it comes to Souls games. Still, even though I put so many hours into them, so I, I'm kind of into magic and Demon Souls just because it is so overpowered. And like I said, I, I like the easier path in life. Yeah. yeah, it's not just easier. It's also fun to have that extra. You know, when you get a new Demon Souls. It and is true, yeah. And spell. I mean, 
Valley development still kicks my ass every time, so don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a that's a major point actually. Like new new spells, you can rotate those out pretty quick. But once you come to rely on a weapon like the meat cleaver, I don't think I've used a single other melee weapon since I got it this run. Yeah, just put all those souls into into any of the three stats that scale amazingly. Yeah, with it, so. <laughs> yeah. so and so I, any of I the twenty five percent of the stats that you have. Yeah. I should note that this is the first time I played through the game actually knowing what I was doing. I, I finished it the first time um, not knowing anything, uh, just mm. sort of going by the seat of my pants. I, I had a horrible build. I just I didn't know anything about anything. And this time I sort of went into it with the, my knowledge of Dark Souls, so the character's much more focused. And mm. uh, I guess I knew magic the last time, but now magic is my focus for this one. Uh, quick question. What's a horrible build? I'm actually kind of curious. Uh, it's, it's one that you, uh, I, I think in Demon Souls and in Dark Souls, you sort of... Um, have to keep in mind ahead of time where you want your character to go. Right. And um, my first time playing through, I was like, I'll just put a stat here because that looks fun. You know, and like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand, you know, look up weapons you want to use before you want to use them because you need to sort of build towards them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this time I'm much more informed, which is uh, made for a much uh, more fun playthrough. Right, right. Yeah, the, uh, the default Toucan Sam build. You know, you just yeah. follow your nose. Yeah, that, that happened to me um, with Dark Souls, not with Demon Souls. But what, what it... The way the reason it happened to me was that I recognized that it was costing more and more souls to level up, but I didn't really understand the implication of that. <laughs> you know that these early levels are actually really important because they're yeah. the only ones I'm going to get cheap. You know, and at this point, if I if I'm one point away from being able to use a weapon in five hours, it's going to mean a, be a you know a bigger deal than it is right. right now. And I don't know why I didn't I didn't use wikis or anything the, the first time I played through. Maybe it was like a point of pride or just not knowing that it was sort of necessary. But it, I think it took a good 30 hours before I realized how multiplayer worked in <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Demon's Souls. And then once I did, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I could have had such an easier time if I would have actually looked this up. Right. Yeah. The tendency effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what we gosh. like to call that. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So we, we get started pretty much right where we left off, um, heading out the other side of this, this kind of chamber onto the opposite cliff face from, uh, from where we start right. in 401. Um, and this kind of like windswept cliffside area. And you're immediately greeted by this you know, entrance to this cavern. Um, and you're getting harassed by these kind of sky, uh, what are they called? The sky beast? Yeah, um, storm beast. Storm beast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Storm beast immediately. So again, just reinforcing the thief's ring is your friend mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah. I've, I've always had it. Like I've never gotten through this this stretch without it yeah so for me my first playthrough i never relied on the thieves ring until well after i got through this um like mm-hmm. i really only went and got the thieves ring and uh started leaning leaning on it as a crutch after um after like five one and five two mm-hmm. so it's I, also, yeah also really useful there yeah so i got through this without it initially and this playthrough for the for, for the show i ended up just kind of really really appreciating it yeah. 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 Aggro range is so huge with those guys. Yeah. yeah. Being able to, to affect that. Um, but yeah, you immediately go in because that's what you do. And you run into your old friend, uh, Grave, Ro- Grave Robber Blige. Um, <laughs> or as AKA I call Harry him, J. yes, um, or as I call him, Benign Patches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He actually drops a lot of the, the lore about yep. this area mm-hmm. uh, that we talked about last episode. Is it just me or does this area seem to be kind of lacking in that? aspect maybe i just wasn't finding it uh you know, lacking in lore it's it's there we touched on a lot of stuff in the last episode but it, it lends itself more to conjecture okay yeah. i think than the other areas of the game 
Um, yeah, and it's very like endemic to the area itself, as opposed to having any real implications on the on the meta plot, right? Yeah, that's what I was sort of uh, getting to. Like, I don't, I'm not sure how this area is relevant to the entire, you know, Demon Souls story. What, what, in whatever way it is, I think it's the fact that Urbane is here. Oh, okay. I don't think we ever quite got to that bottom of that mystery, but whatever he's doing here, I think is is probably the answer to that question. But I don't know if we quite figured that out. Yeah. Just the idea that this is a corrupt place that is a spot for pilgrims to go to in order to prove themselves uh, just kind of says, like, okay, this fits in with the church and probably not much else. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the the church like plays into the the meta demon souls plot in you know the biggest possible way like the the same way you know the the big questions that we had about uh you know dark souls with which serpent was the the correct one and and you know or the the good one i guess and and what that really meant to beat it the essential question of demon souls is you know what is the uh what is the actual god like what is the old one right. so having you know the the church is like really important to to what's going on you know, so it, it's not a, it is, it is only connected to the church, but the church is really central right. mm. kind of the grand plot. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, he also uh, warns you about patches. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's he, true. Yeah. He says patches is going about it all wrong. You know, my family has been in this for generations. Yep. Um, and uh, if you get a chance, just, uh, you know, slit his throat in his sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I love, I love the implication of you going, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I, I actually don't mind patches yeah i'm pat- immune to all his tricks at this point pretty much like i i was you know when i was playing it tonight i was like oh you know i should probably kill patches just to just to see you know like like my character would probably kill this person but i've never mm-hmm. killed him you know what i did it the first time in the in that i played through the game because mm-hmm. i i wasn't aware of the ramifications of killing an npc but right after he did that i'm like no one does that to me it's like <laughs> you can't get away with that just expect <laughs> me to be your friend and then I found out that, um, oh, he sells really valuable items that you might need. And I was like, oh, damn it. But, you know, I still beat the game. I just I just understood, like, you know, uh, live and let live in Demon's Souls, I guess. Yeah. It's also one of those things where, as we just said, another NPC explicitly tells you his life is worth nothing. Yeah. 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 I killed him in, in Dark Souls on my cleric run because I couldn't not be honest. <laughs> like, well, he's, you know, are you a cleric or something? Well, like, I'm playing as a cleric. Yes, I am. And then he attacked me. So, yeah. um, which makes sense why he's, why he's here and why he kind of holds that cleric grudge. You know, and uh, this area is actually kind of similar to the catacombs in that way as a place where like the a, church makes pilgrimages. In a fuckload of ways. Yeah. So, the, yeah. I mean, that's where you're going to find patches. Like, He's a, he's a very specialized bandit. Like <laughs> yeah. he only steals from clerics who are on pilgrimages. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, grave robber uh, Blige. He uh, he he. You know, warns you off of him, but he also sells you all of your arrows, which you're going to need if you're going to level up at all in this game. Yeah, yeah. This this being the best leveling up spot in any of the Souls games. Yeah, until like, you right get to three three. Order. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. But uh, but yeah, I, I actually I like this better than I like uh, three three actually. Or no, no, not three three. Sorry, four three. Like the the, the uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I I, I still like this better for leveling up. Okay. I can I can do a, a reaper run in mm-hmm. less time than I can kill you know a handful of uh, storm beasts. Okay. Um. Yeah. Give it a shot sometime. Like I, I just I just run back and forth at five thousand souls a pop. Yeah. Like I can you know each one is like forty five seconds. 
I think that on the balance, I've probably gotten more souls out of this, but uh, just the fact that I've gotten a higher per run rate of return on uh, on on, yeah. the, uh, on the storm beast, you know, not taking time into account, that's probably what's tricking me into th- and, into uh, making and, these statements I'm making. And you have to teleport back; like you can't just touch the archstone to respawn everything. Yeah, so I, it's I not just, like a I just, like, I just like straight up like jump off cliffs, though. Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um. Anywho. You're introduced to those, you know, soul pinata uh, <laughs> characters who are actually like a, a pretty big threat as well. Like they're very easy <laughs> yeah. to level up against, but um, are a cool concept gameplay wise and uh, and useful. Yeah, they introduce them through a uh, through a cinematic too. Like oh, when right, you yeah. when you step on that pressure plate to open up that door, like all of a sudden, hey, death is here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I thought he was going to be. Hard. Oh yeah. yeah. Or he <laughs> or she. I don't know what it is, but. <laughs> Yeah. We all lose our gender when we die. They we we die and they tear off our extra rib and then well, well, everyone's ex- the same. Well, except for the you know the, the the ratio of the pelvic bowl to the shoulders. Yeah, you need like a pair of calipers for that though. <laughs> okay. Everyone in heaven, <laughs> skeleton heaven, are walking around with calipers. Just in the dating scene is just dire and boring. You know what? Skeleton heaven. Skeleton heaven has awesome. Uh, you know, just a uh, Bud Light bucket deals. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Five bucks. Yeah, five, five, five bucks for five bucks. It's pretty great. Except you can't actually drink the beer. It just kind of spills out through your ribcage. Pretty much, yeah. But, um, soaking it. you know, probably the uh, probably the best uh, golden tea machines I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah run by those golden skeletons from here. The um, Yeah, I thought this was going to be a unique enemy. Like, I thought, oh, this is the Grim Reaper. And, like, uh-oh. Yeah, there's a but, mini boss of some kind. But there are three of them. Yep. The Reaper's three. Yeah. Um, now, is there any sort of story behind... I mean, I know you guys... Uh, you, you thought up a lot of interesting uh, explanations for the channelers. Do they have a similar uh, sort of uh, explanation to them? The uh, the death characters? Or is it just like, oh, that's a cool enemy? I don't, I don't recall any sort of um, dialogue about them. They just seem to be uh, very unique in their design. Yeah, there's no... Men- no one mentions them. Um, like this area was was a testing ground for for warriors or on mm. their way to you know to be tested, so I, I can see why they can manipulate um, the the you know ghost or whatever we want to call the the shadow man. Yeah. Um, but I, I wonder. I also wonder if they're here as a like if they're if they're native or for, or if they are something similar to um, like the fat officials, you know, and they're 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 one of the uh, um, yeah big uh, yeah. big YouTube lore meisters, um, Smotown. Um, when he talked about this area, he feels like there's a lot of out, this is where demons are being created. Okay. Um, and he's got, you know, he has several points to back it up. Some of which I buy, some of which I don't, but this would support that if, uh, if these were an outside presence. Yeah. They might be similar to the guards, the, uh, the illithids in three, one and three, two. Mm-hmm. Um, in that they could be servants of the demons in order to kind of just be there to bolster the forces to stop uh, people people from coming in and harvesting the souls, which might be a limited resource from this really lucrative area where demons might come to feed. Right. So protect protect these souls from the mortals for the demons. Right. And and something we haven't touched on, and I'm kind of surprised we we haven't touched on at all, is that all of these these kind of counterforces, if they're from the outside, they could just be literally there to stop you from fighting the archdemon, mm-hmm. because you know you kill enough archdemons that unlocks the the soul to the the old one. Right. 
So, I mean, if they're here for, for that reason, in addition to protecting it as a feeding ground, they also could be protecting it as just, hey, we don't want anyone to kill the Storm King because that's one step closer to, to getting to our guy. Right. You know? Our and guy that's very gameplay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but also possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, there's no direct kind of thing. So, I think that, I mean, at least what I just offered is my best summation of what might yeah. be happening. So, yeah. make up whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it, it is a skeleton with a cloak that has a scythe <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. it was really jarring when i first saw these guys as well since it's such a piece of iconic imagery mm-hmm. yeah yeah like it, it's not a you know it doesn't feel like it's sprung from demon souls it feels like an enemy that could be in a castlevania or in or in gauntlet or any you know has been and and will be again in any number of video games which is not a very demon souls thing to do you know um, so that that was really off putting to me. As yeah, I felt like I it like... was like the the overused Halloween costume of the Demon Souls universe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like scary movies? Here's some Shadow Man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that by the time I got to this, you know, granted, I played Demon Souls second, but I'd heard enough comparisons between the Souls series and Castlevania to just kind of accept it. Mm. Which not a great excuse, but like I was like, oh, okay. So this, this, you know, having been established as the graveyard for the world, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna be too piqued by the uh, by, by the presence of a reaper or two. Yeah, and just visually, yeah. like it just struck me as odd, especially like contrasting it with the um, you know the storm beast, which is a, a really original and, and interesting design. Mm-hmm. But I still like them a lot from a gameplay perspective. Um, their kind of gimmick is that they can summon unlimited uh, shadow lurkers, or which are uh, you know just kind of you know big dumb giants mm-hmm. of uh, of you know that come up and slowly swipe at you. Um, you have yeah. them in the notes as dumb Ico enemies, yeah, uh, which is pretty apt. <laughs> yeah, like um, almost exactly. They have the glowing eye. They're made entirely of incorporeal light energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like and it, and it's not until they get to you know you get to the second reaper where they become like laser eye cyclops use beamsmith kind of creatures oh, mm-hmm. but but uh but at least here you know like for me it's just kind of how quickly can you get rid of the first reaper from a distance until you until you're attacked by one of these guys yeah right? yeah it it's this is a successful iteration of what the catacombs tried to do and kind of failed right you know so like i think we talked about in the catacombs episode i think that you were meant to go through that area as a mad stressful dash to try to get from necromancer to necromancer However, everyone waits to do it later and just uses a divine weapon. So they just play like a normal enemy or a normal right, area right. of the weak enemies. This works great. Like yeah. the second run between this Reaper and the next one, holy shit. Like that is so hard. And <laughs> oh, so yeah, no. like it's so stressful to get down to him and then have him not kill you with, by magic missiling you through your shield. And mm-hmm. and uh, I think this was what the catacombs were meant to be. Yeah. The, the 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 grounds for success with the with, with both the catacombs and this is changing the rhythm of combat and here it works substantially better yeah well and also there's not the instant cheat like there's not the divine weapon it, yeah I, I guess that's what I mean if you have the cheat it doesn't change the rhythm you just kill some skeletons until you kill until you kill yeah. the lantern you know right <laughs> so, right, right yeah yeah. So like <laughs> but but here it makes it kind of like a uh, a considered stop and start until you get to the get to the thing that'll that'll kill. Also the the like the bigger difference between the two is that uh uh these things respawn. 
Like, oh, yeah. God, yeah. when you kill yeah, a necromancer, well, it doesn't come back. Here, right. you have to do it every single time. Otherwise, right. this 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 village, or sorry, this level would be uh, would be a ghost town. Right, and 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 you know, quite literally, and uh, there are no shortcuts in this level. Right. So, um, I think there's a little bit of goofiness you can do rolling off of ledges if you know exactly how to do it in that yeah. second area. Like you can skip the first reaper, and then you can kind of skip over the second reaper just a little bit by making a mad dash. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the third run, uh, no dice. Yeah, and that one is designed to punish you for doing that. Yep. That one magic missiles you in the back. So, so the yeah. guy that is sort of hidden in the alcove or like hidden behind a corner. That's the second one. Uh but oh, okay. the, but, but but the third one because it's kind of in the same arena but a little bit lower. Um gotcha. yeah, anything you skip over will come back to get you, especially with the beam guys and also the reaper himself being able to do the the soul arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're bastards. But when you when you <laughs> kill the, the Reaper, all the Shadow Lurkers die, and they die as if you had killed them, so you get all of the souls, yeah. which is why this is such a good uh, soul-firing spot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, and there are no slouches on their own with right. the Reapers, even without the uh, the Shadow Lurkers. Yeah, they're kind of a, oh, man, what's the uh, what's the similar long-armed demon? Uh, oh, the ghosts in Anne Orlando. They're pretty, they're uh, pretty yeah. similar to that in that they have kind of this otherworldly way of moving. Um, and extending their arms to do that, um, to, to, to attack you rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is, this is kind of a combination of a couple of different areas, but it's a little bit of a, little bit of a, um, a break once you get outside of the cliffs, but there's a little detour that you can take here, uh, that we alluded to, uh, with patches, but, uh, this is where you get your primary miracle vendor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patches kicks you down mm-hmm. the same way he does in dark souls. Nope. By tempting you, and he explicitly says it, you know, at this point, like I'm going to wait for you to starve to death and sell your things, yeah. which I didn't realize like how boring of a job that must be. <laughs> that is a, a long time without. It's yeah. a long term business plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 a you know like a what is it a, a CD as opposed to a stock. Yeah, like, exactly. The, which, uh, just if you if if you have money and you're thinking of I'm going to buy a CD, don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like interest rates are so low what are you doing it used Sorry. to that's that's something our generation won't have again that used to be a good idea oh yeah it was like the best idea and now it's well you know 0.025 interest on <laughs> yeah. you know minimum one thousand dollars like which so. is less than i can do if i like you know just put it into my mattress and if you just hope to find ten dollars it's like less than the rate of inflation you fuckers stop yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cole hates the FDIC. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but 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 yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. So he kicks you down like a big jerk, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a surprise down here. There is a uh, a black phantom wielding the. Uh, I think he's wielding the Makoto. Oh yeah. He doesn't have the. He doesn't drop it, but I think that's what his weapon is. Huh. The Makoto is in the area, which I could understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's like a phantom Makoto. Um, yeah, and then the Makoto is just frustratingly, like the same way that I regularly reach to get things on top of my fridge. <laughs> and the Makoto is like a scant seven inches away from my the top of my head. You're a tall dude. Like a fridge is like as tall as your head. What the fuck? Well, I just mean I can reach up. I can comfortably extend oh, my. Oh, whereas your Demon Souls character can't. Okay. Yes. Sorry. That, that's all. I, I was going to say. Okay, so in my reality that I just challenged you on, I assumed that you what did was not that know. Based on? <laughs> I assumed you didn't know your soul, your shoulders could uh, rotate by more than ninety degrees. 
Yes. <laughs> so, uh, well, conti- continuing a strong on. Strong assumption. However, <laughs> that's not. What I I'm assumed thinking. you were Bob Dole. Okay. Right. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm holding so, a pet. So 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 yeah so so anyway it's up there that is like a what is that white phantom black phantom yeah white white, white wolf tendency. yeah yeah white white uh, white wolf uh, tendency yeah mm-hmm. uh, to get that and take it back to uh, Satsuke in order to have him kill you yes like a jerk <laughs> as you do but uh, Urbane yeah yeah Urbane is here I so. I haven't gotten further, you know, far enough rather in my playthrough to uh, to have his plot um, conclude itself. However, we've alluded several times to the fact that the church that Urbane uh, is a part of might just be worshiping the same old one that uh, that Freak is worshiping. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, and, and maybe maybe doesn't know it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He he his uh, his dialogue is pretty interesting, and we'll probably talk about it a lot during the next episode because he mostly talks about the Valley of Defilement. Right. Um, that's his his main point of of you know of order for some reason, as opposed to the Shrine of Storms where we found him. Um, have you done very much with miracles, Bob? You know what? I really haven't touched them in uh, Demon Souls just because uh, magic is so powerful, and you always have so many healing items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're they're garbage. Yeah, They're like you have more garbage than Dark Souls, and that's yeah. hard. I so quickly abandoned my uh, my miracle playthrough. I wanted to do a faith guy. Once I found out that the uh, that the uh, meat cleaver was an option, that like my, I don't, I never bought any miracles ever at all. The the only miracle that's worth a damn is uh, second chance, right? Which you um, get second chance this is level really anyway. So yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, it requires a you know a decent uh, faith investment because you need two miracle slots. But with my meat Use cleaver, it. that will benefit me anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh, <laughs> definitely worth it because second chance is worth it. But other than that, it's just it's pretty pretty slight. Yeah, it is. Um, so having not read the having not read the uh, um, dialogue too thoroughly, which is a huge oversight on my part, do you get the sense that Saint Urbane and Maiden Astrea are like colleagues? He talks about Maiden Astrea and other heroes um, going to the Valley of Defilement. Right. And he talks about uh, uh, Astrea as if she is, you know, this paragon of humanity, but not as if he knows her. Hmm. So, you know, all the rumors about her are untrue. I, you know, I've heard that she is a, a wonderful human being, mm, et cetera, okay. et cetera. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that in the, in the next set of episodes, but like, I don't, view somebody who goes down to the ohio river as a as, as a fucking paragon of humanity <laughs> what if they went down there to help all the river people that you guys have oh <laughs> yeah well like but, but we started like developing the river people so like the river people oh are so just you're giving like... them coding books are you <laughs> we're, oh, we're not just giving we're not we're just we're, dis- we're displacing them to the old german ghettos and now everything along the river is brew houses and uh like uh crazy fountains like the bellagio hmm no, it's it's very pleasant. It's nice. So I go there for lunch most that, days. Suggesting that they do that in Demon Souls. You're, you don't want to. You don't want to go get a, a pulled pork sandwich and have a plague baby serve it to you. <laughs> kind of like if you if you've ever been to the Moreline uh, the Moreline Lager House, their uh, their pulled pork sandwich not only has metwurst on it, but has the spiciest barbecue you've ever you've ever had. 
That so, sounds. Uh, explain what met met metwurst. Metwurst is a very spicy type of sausage uh, related to the uh, the bratwurst. Uh, it see. is it is uh, and and <laughs> I almost said endemic, but uh, it is from the East German tradition, which uh, kind of makes the shittier bratwurst that are available in Cincinnati, and also the best bratwurst that are available in Cincinnati. Yeah. Hmm. I love a love a pulled pork. Yeah, yeah. No, it is a pulled pork with spicy sausage on top of it and uh, some uh, crispy onions to boot. Yeah, if I'm ever in Cincinnati, we should go there. Yeah, no, that should happen. So yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract us. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll talk about pulled pork all day. <laughs> yeah, Just pork souls. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do we have anything else about Urbane? Like, we'll talk about him, I think, in the end game, and we'll talk about him in his relation to Valia Defilement. I think he's most relevant there to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like here, you know, he seems pretty hapless. I think the, the, like the biggest thing is he references, like we are trapped here by dark souls. Mm. Like that is literally said in his dialogue, which mm. I can ascribe no significance to that, given that two years passed between this game and that game. And However, dark souls was originally called like dark race. racist, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was dark race, which makes sense given that humanity was the keeper of the dark souls. However, you know, yeah, <laughs> Japanese. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, so you make your way back up, and you can deal with patches as you will. Um, if you decide not to murder him, he becomes a merchant. Yep, and uh, um, we'll tell you. Yeah, either that, or if you decide not to murder him in two two, he becomes a merchant as well. Yeah, yeah, you have to run into him, right, and have him come back. But he shows up in both areas. <laughs> yeah, he takes. He, like, he follows you here. He gives you two chances to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. He does go and sell you some stuff, and then will come here to try to kill you. Yeah, huh. he's, he's diversifying, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> diversifying his CDs. Um, <laughs> Such a dumb idea. We've got so much like lore just for patches that we're like built, built up between these two areas. He's like uh, like a savvy investment banker who gives birth to live larvae that turn into flame bugs. <laughs> 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 We're so often reaching for straws, Gary, that yeah. this is a person who shows up in four areas in two games. Like, he's basically their word of God. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a parody lore video about him now, about him giving birth to to value and to uh, equity and flame bugs. <laughs> oh, man. Children are the best equity. They'll take care mm. of you. They'll wipe your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, anywho. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you, you just defeat this uh, Uchi guy, and uh, you, you get out. That's all you need to get Urbane on your side. Yeah. There's a secret door um, mm-hmm. leading out another uh, illusory wall that leads to a black phantom um, katana skeleton, which is the only source of pure sharpstone in the game. Is he, uh, is he BP yeah. down in that area, or is this the, the, the second staircase guy? Because um, the one I was referring to was the one that you go out through the secret passage for. I think he is BP. Oh, yeah. But 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 like you don't have to go into Urbane's area. You don't you, you don't drop down by there. But the, no, like, the no, no, no. He's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Yeah. By yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if he uh, was BP or not. I know he hits like a fucking Mack truck, but yeah, I yeah. think he's BP if I recall right, correctly. Yeah. Um, that's that's a that's a bewildering and terrible decision to make, <laughs> to make that pure sharp stone that hard to get. Yeah, a little bit. Like that is I had a, no idea that was the only source of it either too. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like legendarily frustrating for people. It's the only reason why people uh that I've read online that people um the old hero you can make a, a sword of seeking. Yeah. 
from him or sold a sort of searching. And that's the only reason why people do it is because it drops your or doubles your item find. Ah, uh, okay. It's fucking pure Sharpstone. <laughs> um, and, and you're like, giving up the uh, second chance for that. And Sharptone is you're just like basic Titanite in this game. So like if you want a plus 10 weapon, that's what you have to have. What's the, um, or maybe it's, bla- no, I'm sorry. It's not Sharpstone, Bladestone. Oh, Before, yeah. So it's a bleeding uh, one, yeah. Or not, it's, well, it's a dexterity based. Yeah. Whatever one uh, removes all other scaling except for dexterity. You know what, Gary? It's not our fault that their uh, upgrade system is fucking nonsensical. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so put down your fucking keyboards, Internet. <laughs> I can't remember this shit. Yeah, like, this will not end up on errata, I swear yeah. to you. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but you also can get the white bow. Yeah. Which, which if, you're uh, not, yeah, if you're not doing lava bow, is really good. Yes, it is. It has uh, incredibly high stat requirements, but it is also a little bit lore significant in that this is the bow of the uh, creature or the person that ended up becoming the phalanx demon. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you get to, you know what, I, I, I forget it as well, but when you get to uh, 1-3 and you fight the uh, the D&D party of, uh, <laughs> of, mm-hmm. uh, of Black Phantoms, uh, they also carry the white bow. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we know why when you're leaving this area there's a big pile of dead mantas? Uh no, no. Yeah, that's that that is strange. I I I always like see that and wonder what what the uh, you know significance is behind that. I always hmm. just kind of assume that it's like when you go to a beach and there are a bunch of uh, dead jellyfish washed mm-hmm. up there. Like the only reason is you know it's not because of like there's poison in the water. It's just because the tides tend to keep them there that way. Hmm. You know, like if you just see a bunch of uh, dead sea life on a, a on a low tide or whatever, and so run. I just assume that be- <laughs> yeah, run, obviously <laughs> run, <laughs> always run, no matter what, run. But uh, <laughs> but I just assume that that was uh, you know just where they naturally landed. Not to say it's not spooky. Like I wasn't like this is all the great spirit mother's plan (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of like oh you know i didn't ascribe too much meaning to it but still things without meaning are ultimately the most horrifying so yeah i feel like they have no real predators in in this uh world so i I just wondered like what did this given how many times they've killed me also not even me i am not their predator (laughs) yeah (laughs) the only reason i thought it might be significant is if you think of them uh piled up as like a tribute to something like the way they're kind of stacked in front of the door Mm-hmm. Reminded me of how like a cat will leave a mouse, like a dead mouse, in front of your door. Right, almost. right. Um, yeah, just a thought. Like, I wonder if this is like the uh, the Storm King makes a round through here and sucks up these chitlins. Right. At some point. So, hey, so, yeah. Well, the, like the, the, there are plenty of actors here to ascribe that to. Then, so is it the is it the uh, the, the undead who have been risen, uh, leaving a tribute to the demons? Is it the uh, the actual heroes who are here to uh, prove themselves, who are leaving mm-hmm. that as a tribute to the Storm King, who is the ultimate ruler uh, ruler of this area? Um, or it could is also it, be a um, a warning. Oh uh, yeah, you know, to not proceed further because there's. More you know, whatever them. did this is going to do that to you. Yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah. point. And there and there's one spine that is like sticking right up out of the ground there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I feel like it's 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 probably something but I don't know exactly what what it is. I think it's the um, giveaway uh, Steve Irwin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys. Have you guys made a Steve Irwin joke? 
No, I feel like, uh, <laughs> surprisingly not. It's the most obvious joke, and I, I'm sorry I had to do it, it is, but it you, was uh, You know what, you shouldn't. Me. Like, uh, amazingly enough, I I actually remember where I was when Steve Irwin died. <laughs> You're so young. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that a milestone? See, because if, if Demon's Souls was released prior to him dying, he would know not to fuck with stingrays. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but he had three years of warning. He had. He, he, that's why I didn't feel sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his third impaling by a stingray that, that one took is that what happened yeah. <laughs> one per he was year he's trying to build up an immunity like uh Fezzik from <laughs> princess bride by taking a little bit every day yeah the third one was just too much no the reason i remember it it was my first time visiting cincinnati <laughs> I was I was incredibly drunk staying at a friend's brother's house. And then we woke up to news that Steve Irwin had died and it struck us in a very poignant way. Uh I felt I I knew where I was when Anna Nicole Smith died, died so don't feel bad. You know, I know where I know where I was too because my mom was getting surgery for breast cancer at that point too. Oh, wow. Give give me any other celebrity, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, I I remember my uh, I do, or I do not remember my like apathetic shrugs at both these celebrities. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. Well, people at work are going to be talking about that, I guess. Um, So, so. I I did. I do remember where I was when Kurt Cobain died. Um, I was on vacation in Florida, going to Disney World, and I had made friends with like another fat, unpopular, mud (laughs) hair color, you know, mud colored hair, uh, grunge kid, who who broke the news to me, and we commiserated about it in a swimming so, pool and like a laquinta you have an alibi <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and Courtney love was there too she was sipping my ties don't ask about what she was doing yeah. she had blood all over like she was like oh you know a pen exploded but yeah yeah no i was uh i was just finishing first grade and now everybody feels old mm-hmm. or young not true <laughs> Yeah, yeah, old or young. Everyone feels bad about how old they are yes. for one reason or another. Um, <laughs> thank you, Bonfire Side Chat. Someday we all will die. Yep. We're older oh, now man. than we'll ever be. This too shall pass. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I forget hey, what the hell we were talking about. We're talking Ray, about that. Uh, death pile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the death pile. Yeah, our new band. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- this uh, this run of skeletons... And stingray snipers down to the oh, second God. super shitty area full of reapers. Yeah, I have to say, like this is the most time I've spent on this game is in that area. Like oh, yeah. the uh, the snipers in, in in Orlando are a welcome sight compared to these these couple of uh, cliffside sections. These five enemies? Uh, not just the. I mean, there. Are, I think there are two cliffside sections, aren't there? In this level, there's. If I'm mistaken, there's the one with skeletons, but 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 the but the second one. To my recollection, is clear. Oh yeah, I think it might just have the stingrays or what are they called again? Uh, storm a beast. Storm beast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of problems with the section, and like I feel like once I would get past it, I'd be so flustered that I would screw up in the uh, cave part following that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The cave part following that is not good. Well, it, it's it's hard to fight a like melee fight these skeletons while being aware of your periphery yeah. and the uh, the storm beasts. So, you know, if you get hit by a storm beast and get sunlocked, it's very easily easy for one of these skeletons to actually take you out. There are two criteria for dodging, which are visual stimulus, which is one mm-hmm. of these skeletons, especially the gold ones swinging for you, but also the bum, 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 uh, sound of the of the storm beast firing at you, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It took me a long time to figure it out, but the, the secret trick to this is uh, soul remains. So if you oh, just yeah. throw... Yeah, throw like one batch of solar remains at each set of skeletons. You'll 
you can just run right through to the Reapers and they won't follow you. I never used them until I think you guys remarked uh, on the last episode. And I was like, damn it. I knew they were good for something. Again, I didn't read the wiki for that. I just assumed it was yeah. one of many useless items, but... It's like one one of the many like tips and tricks I I applied to normal play that I learned from watching speedruns. Like uh, oh, okay. last year when we had Souls Bowl, I think <laughs> I picked this up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Souls Bowl Two is coming up too. So <laughs> mark your calendars. Yeah. So maybe oh. it could be just me, but this this section is uh, I don't know. It feels like one of the longer levels as well. I'm not sure if it is technically the longest, but it just feels like a very long level, especially when you have to start back from the beginning again. It feels long, not just because it, you, you cover a lot of ground, but because you kind of double back on yourself a lot. Yeah, that, that, that part too. It's yeah. it's vertical in a way that Demon Souls levels are not, that Dark Souls levels are. Yeah. Yeah. it's it's actually I think it's actually one of the shorter levels, but the fact that there's no compression to it, yeah. And you know, there's no there's no shortcut at all. There's no yeah, way no to kind of skip. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I get that feeling too. I've died before on the slugs, which just is the worst because yeah. Yeah. the whole run and and they're not that hard. Well, those, so. ex- those exploding uh, will of the wisps yep. or whatever. If yeah, you just, if one catches you at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Sorry, yeah. ahead of things. And and, yeah. and that just like it exploits your uh, your instinct to explore. When there's yeah. no real, when there's no real reward for doing so, but there's, uh, there's some ring down there, uh, down there. I can't remember what it is. And they also that is the you can get so much sticky white stuff from those things. <laughs> like if you're using a weapon that's buffable, yeah. Like you do a run through the slugs and you'll be set for pretty much the rest of the game. Yeah, they're like uh, second tier pinatas. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but you have to watch out for the willow list. Before that, though, you have to do this weird uh, square section. You know, going down descending staircases. Yeah. Um, to get down to this Grim Reaper with the uh, the beam shooting mm-hmm. shadowers. Yeah, yeah, which uh, will do a fair number on you. Like, not, like, you know, even with a really good shield. Didn't... Yeah, you need a magic resistant shield. Yeah. yeah. Which, which to, to be fair, you get the items for that here. Like, I've almost never had a Storm Beast die without dropping one. Mm. Dropping, uh, well, I can't remember uh, the name of the material. Yeah, the the the, sto- the storm beast uh, die and they drop cloudstone, but I think that that is uh, what you need in order to make uh, divine weapons. Uh, but no. the uh, but the, but the reapers die and they drop dark moonstone, which gives you magic upgrades. I think they're I, so I could be wrong, and this is something I'd welcome a correction on. I think that they both do it because there are two different magic upgrades, similar to in uh, Dark Souls, mm-hmm. one of which is stronger than the other. Again, similar to Dark Souls. Like, one eliminates all scaling except for magic, and one of them maintains some of the scaling. And I think the clouds, I don't think the Cloudstone is Faith. I think the Cloudstone is, uh, is the weaker of the two magic ones. Are you looking it up right now, and that's why you're being quiet? Uh, uh, I'm being quiet because you are speaking. However, oh, I, I appreciate that. So. I'm being quiet because of my ignorance. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's all say why we're being quiet. Um, um, yeah, so Cloudstone is an ore that blocks light and increases a shield's capacity to block magic. So we actually might both be right in that Cloudstone is entirely for shields, whereas Dark Moonstone is entirely for yes. uh, for weapons. So There we go. Yeah. yeah. Again, um, no real sense to this, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, clouds hate magic. Your <laughs> um, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII taught us that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing. Um, so, but I mean, you're not probably not going to make a magic shield just for for these guys. Well, just uh, for the fact that like enchanting any armor at all is not worthwhile in this game. 
Well, you can't enchant most armor. You right, can only right. do shields and weapons. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be. I thought about having a shield. Um, you know, having a magic resistant shield, and then having my purple flame shield, which is my my go to shield. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never did because of weight limits. Right. So right. you know, you're kind of disincentivized from carrying around a utility belt. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Unlike in Dark also, Souls 2, where if you're a two-sword weapon guy, mm-hmm. you can just be uh, an R.A. Salvatore protagonist. But uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in the uh, in the appendix. Um, the uh, If you get right next to the uh, the beam skeletons or beam shadow men to the right a little bit, yeah. the beam will tend to go over you. So you kind of have to rush them while they're doing the slow sweep. Right. They sweep real slow, and their radius is kind of small. Yeah. Do they remind you guys of the the, the beam skeletons from uh, Symphony of the Night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, like those guys are the, one of the biggest wake up calls to the second section of the game. The game is not that hard, but they can kind of destroy Alucard at that point of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. God, and these guys are okay. equally as tough. Yeah, we need to put Symphony of the Night in our like in case of you know one of us gets in a really bad breakup. Like glass case with Super Metroid. <laughs> we just desperately need something but, but good. But they're both like this, like the same kind of game. So if like I break up, which is statistically the more likely uh, thing, um, and then if you break up, then we're going to do Symphony, Symphony of the Night and Super, Super Metroid at the same like time. Damn straight. It'll be the best three months of our life. Two months of our life. Like so good. Um, yeah. Not for not for this podcast. <laughs> not for either but, of us, but for everybody else. So. Yeah, that's, that's so like if you're if your uh, significant others are listening and they see a copy of Super Metroid, uh watch out. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. Yeah. There's... Hey babe. Or oh, or, no, in, no. or invest in alcohol in my case. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Yeah. But uh but yeah, so 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 you end up with uh some resistance to these guys, but not a lot. And uh, it only really becomes an issue when you're in the second uh, when you're when you're in the second Reaper area, which kind of doubles as the as the third Reaper area, just a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, because it's the same column of yeah. space. You just kind of dip out into a non-eventful uh, cliffside section until you come back. Yeah. I never I never let this this Reaper live. Like he's killed me before, but I always I want to kill all the Reapers. The the one at the bottom of this uh, this right. pit. You don't and, hear uh, he. I do, I do not fear the Reaper. Um, the, uh, he immediately starts winding up a magic missile, which will kill me through my shield pretty consistently. Yeah. Like, it's a very strong magical thing. So I just strike first and do a lot of damage, which is why I liked having the meat cleaver so much here. Mm-hmm. Because if I knew he was there, I could do a running attack and, and usually kill him before he could do anything. So you know what's funny? This uh, The second <laughs> Reaper, I didn't know he existed until this, uh, until this playthrough. This oh, really? very night that we're recording. Hmm. Because when you get to the bottom of those stair uh, of those stairs at the at the first encounter here, um, mm-hmm. you see one of the one of the shadow men, and you run right toward him. But uh, that puts the reaper behind you, and I just assume that there were only two. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when I found the second reaper this time, the actual second reaper, um, I was like, oh, this yeah. makes it all so much easier. Yeah. Did you I, just judging? Sometimes, like when we do these these episodes, I can kind of learn about your play experience by looking at the notes. <laughs> Did you not fall for the um, the she shadow trap, like the giggling girl? Shadow, the shadow ladies? Uh, no, no, I didn't. No, oh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Even yeah, yeah. Please illuminate. Um, right in front of the reaper in that little area, there's a treasure. Um, and if you pick it up, it's a dagger, and it it spawns um lady shadows. 
that giggle uh, and are invisible or like much less visible than the regular are they, ones. Are they much smaller too? Yep. Okay, I know you're talking about. I, I didn't connect the the idea with what you were saying though. Yeah, this they're, is yeah, ego as fuck. They're they're just there for um for ambushes. So and they backstab you. So mm. you you pick up the thing. You hear like mm-hmm, and then like a second later you get backstabbed unless you you book it. Um, if you get down the stairs, if you go to your right, there's a really minor soul item that's the same thing. Um, but they can't go out into the light. So if you, yeah, uh, which is interesting, like lore wise, it's um, always in like a confined area too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can run and grab it, and then run immediately back out, and you can never see them because they're really difficult to see. Um, they're more translucent than the uh, the shadow men. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're like the the thief characters. They're similar to the thief characters in uh, one three. Right. Um, yeah, so in neither of my playthroughs did I find these guys. Yeah, that you can if you're just not um, like if you picked up the treasure, which I assume you did, they spawned. But if you just keep going, you just won't see them. Um, you know, which is kind of interesting. But they uh, they hit really hard. Right. Um, so they you know they can more or less uh, kill you or very nearly kill you in one backstab. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting just the idea that these are not just they they are gendered monsters. Yeah, these uh, these shadow creatures, which I, I wouldn't have thought, but. Yeah, normally it's just the NPCs who are gendered. Yeah, yeah. So there are lady versions of uh, these things, and they are also difficult. Grim, uh, grim represses. Yeah, shadow grim, grim revets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Grim, grim sheepers. Mm, eh. not, not so much that one. Reaper. <laughs> Reapers. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Is that better? Now, now I'm not the Halloween costume equivalent for women. What it's called, and then. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it would just be sexy grim reaper. Uh, yeah. Which yeah, nobody I guess they're not very that. creative on that on that front. No, <laughs> no they're not. Yeah, like the the world at large is not creative with that one. So there there were several. Uh, this is off topic. There were several uh, sexy brands Halloween costumes for women, and right. it was like they had like Pizza Hut and Home Depot. Oh, and, I uh, saw those. The what pizza, the Pizza Hut one was called Pizza Slut. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Like, so again, I come around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Th- those were awful. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, it's terrible. Like come around. I would. Like, I would. Approved, even if they weren't but... sexy, I would hate those. Yeah. Like why would I just you find? Those up uh, I mean, I know. I know it makes for a good pun, but like wearing a shirt that says "I'm a slut" does not seem. I don't know who's ah. game for that. I I only accept that in uh, in Arrested Development. Yeah, but the yeah. I mean, the joke is on the character. You know. Yeah. Exactly. In, right. in that case. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to hang out with Lindsay. Like, so I, I didn't even ex- I didn't even accept that when I was in college, let alone like now that I am officially an old man. So <laughs> I think it's a plot engineered by MRAs. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, let's blame it on MRAs. That is my <laughs> that is my usual strategy. <laughs> they're they're a plotting and crafty bunch. Yeah. There's many fedoras um, <laughs> worn at the uh, Halloween costume uh, factory. Yes, I, no, I put no. it on um, our friend Nick. Um, I put it on his Facebook wall. If you ever want to just hate for like a good twenty minutes, <laughs> God damn there's it, a, Gary. Yeah, there's a guy called the Amazing Atheist on YouTube. Oh fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Fuck I, that I, guy. I, that's I'm fine. I'm allowed to swear, but it brought it out of me. Don't worry. That brought it out. Don't you you worry. are allowed to swear. You misunderstood <laughs> this whole thing. You yeah. would have been swearing the whole time. Um, that guy can go fuck himself as hard as anyone has ever fucked yeah, anyone's he, self. He can go take a flying fucking rolling donut. Totally. Fuck. Flying moon. Yeah. No, no. That's, uh, yeah, that is some real bullshit. Like, you posted that link, Gary. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and my comment was, I, I threw in the towel at the amazing atheist. Did you watch any of it? I watched up until I heard, hey, guys, this is the Amazing Atheist, and then I stopped. 
I mean, I, I, you're probably I a better person. <laughs> you're a better person than me if you don't like you know, like getting mad. Um, but, I find that to be a serious problem with my like person. Like it's like like a rage addict or something. It's like yeah. I need something to be pissed off at. It's I, cathartic. It's weirdly like I might, kind of weird. like this will be a weird thing to say, but I like I might just have like emotional issues in a way that maybe you don't feel as seriously as you might feel. And like mm. when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I just I, I I can't handle like I've got to wake up tomorrow and approach the world." <laughs> <laughs> well, when I when I put it on Nick's wall, my comment was like, "This is this is a human being with the same rights we have, <laughs> yeah, you know, because he can vote." <laughs> yeah, this guy can vote. Um, yeah, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and just I don't I don't want to I'm not going to put him in the show notes. If anyone's <laughs> curious, they can look him up. But yeah, what a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> just uh, speaking of pizza sluts and I don't know. <laughs> AT and tits. I don't know what the yeah, T yeah. one was, but yeah, yeah. Was, no. I had a thing in my mind, but I forget it now. So yeah. <laughs> let's get back to the comforting grip of Grim Reapers and yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what I'd, I'd rather live in to, to, yeah. to, to, to the comfort to the to the comfort of spook. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, talk to us about uh, the sl- the slug pit, Cole. <laughs> The slug pit is mostly is mostly optional, as is the uh, the the world of delving into MRAs. Um, <laughs> which, by saying that, I ensure that that will be included in the uh, in the main episode. So I apologize to everybody. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, but the slug pit it's uh, it's it, it is initially um, visually dazzling. So mm-hmm. you're down here. Everything so far has been uh, my preferred mode of visual communication, which is uh, desolation. Uh, which mm-hmm. is bleakness, which is skeletons and wind, and uh, just uh, no hope. But rather down here, it is uh, will of the wisps, which uh, shine with a uh, with a glowing interpersonal light, which draw you in in a in just a in a purely unresistible way. And and and, and slugs, which are like, hey, pet me. My slime will be uh, moisturizing for your skin. But uh, I, do, I agree, the slugs are sort sort of adorable, and they are. <laughs> in their own they, way, they, they, have kind of, choose... they, they have predator mouths. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, if you had to choose one uh, plush toy from Demon Souls, these guys are the firebugs. Which one would you choose? Ooh, firebugs! Mm, firebugs! Yeah, yeah. Firebugs are cuter. They're rounder, <laughs> so. and they're more stable. I think, like they, <laughs> they, they, they have a they have an inherent symmetry that the, that the uh, yeah. phosphorescent slugs do not. They're also not full of sticky white stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got that going for them. There has to be a better word for that. I can't believe they went with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but you, you know what? At least half the people I know are full of sticky white stuff. They're not special. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. That's true. They yeah. don't do increased magic damage. Yeah. Um, this area kind of doubles back on itself a couple times and can be a little bit confusing to get through. Yeah. Um, there's an item down here. I can't. It's a ring that I will never use in a million years. It's like the one that stops things from degrading. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, that is more of a problem in Demon Souls, but it's still not really a problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fine keeping Boldwin and and in Souls. The, yeah, it's in the, Dark uh, Souls. Uh, degradation. Sorry, degradation is still a problem, but it never is enough of a problem for it to be like something you need to worry about. Hmm. Yeah, so you so uh, in this area you get either the Ronin's ring uh which let me see here does that exact thing you said uh which uh it's uh, said to be imbued with a distinct spell increases durabil- uh, durability. 
Um, whereas there are other uh, places where you can get either the Thieves' Ring, which is invaluable, um, or you can get the... Uh... You know what? That's it. You can get the Thieves' Ring down here? Uh, yeah, you can get it by killing Patches. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that means there's three places where you can get that thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's in. Um, I think it's in the Valley of Defilement as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but... Huh, they really want you to use that. <laughs> yes, they, they really do. Want you to have like access to it. They make it invaluable. Yeah, put it in stage one and then <laughs> and keep putting it down there. And then if, um, if you don't get the hint, then just put it in your way every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I've died to the slugs before, which is embarrassing, but they are silent and yeah. they can sometimes sneak up behind you. And, yeah, and kill I you. died today to the slugs. So don't, don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, but like everything in this room is made of light. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, they're pretty camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating, though, because you do have to go through this whole whole level again. Um, and replaying it for the, the show, I died a few times on the way down, and it yeah. was, you know, pretty, pretty irritating. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So, and then, so you get through here, and there are those Will-O-The-Wisps, which blow up similar to the Floating Skulls and uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, they follow, they're much faster, and they follow a, a more unpredictable path. Um, but it's like, you know, if you're up on the upper, on the high road, that's all you have to watch out for. Right. And then, uh, you get to a big pile of corpses mm-hmm. and, uh, the old hero room. Yes. Which I love this boss fight. It feels the most like a Zelda fight of the, uh, of, of, of all the fights in the, uh, in the game hmm. to me. Are you saying that because you get the thieves ring in this area, and that's kind of the like you're getting the item that unlocks? Maybe a little fight? bit in that it is the uh, it is the boss fight that has the the, the, the most uh, let's say explicable uh, ex- explicable um, exploitable. Uh, yeah, exploitable. There we go. Um, either of those uh, gimmicks of the uh, of, of any of the bosses, really, to me. Hmm. Uh, maybe the Storm King like outclasses it just a little bit, but uh, but yeah, it felt most like that to me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I feel like a, like several of the bosses have some some gimmickry mm-hmm. to them. I still really like it. Um, yeah. I didn't get the, yeah. I didn't put the Zelda connection to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this time I uh, I went in with my Dark Souls knowledge. I didn't really consult a lot of wikis outside of that weapon upgrade. So the fact that this guy was blind was never something that I knew about. Um, I, I I read a, a note on the ground that said uh, use footsteps or footsteps are the secret or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, what does that mean? And then I watched the cutscene. And I noticed the guy, his, his head was bandaged. And I was like, oh, that must mean he's blind. And it turned out, like, yeah, like, I put those clues together. And, um, I mean, I could have just looked at the wiki, but, uh, like, the information was there in the game. And I found that pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. That might be the only time when a message that wasn't don't jump was useful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a bunch. Of, I've had several, like, useful messages. I'm exaggerating. Um, for those kind of things. Yeah. They, like, uh, I love that feature. Yeah. <laughs> Super <laughs> useful. The, uh... This guy also, like, he's kind of an inversion of the Priscilla fight, you know, in that. Like, uh, the idea that, you know, he can't, you know, since he is blind, um, so you get to use the same kind of thing that Priscilla used against you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, controlling where your indirect kind of traces are. Right. Um, and he's so he's also probably my most, like, my favorite kind of appreciation ratio to ease. Like, I think this is one of the easiest bosses in the game, but I like the idea of him and the design yeah. of him so much. Because um, if you have a bow and arrow, like this is this guy is a joke, you know. Like you shoot him a couple times, then move, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll never get a hit on you. Um, even fighting him in melee is pretty easy if you stick and move. 
Um, right. But I, just, I like the idea of him so much. One one thing I didn't notice until uh, this recent playthrough is you don't actually fight him. You're fighting his soul. Huh. Like yeah. his soul peels off from his corpse. Oh, in the in the opening video? Yeah. Yeah. So it's his spirit or, or what have you. Yeah, so it's so it's his spirit slash soul reanimating his uh his dead body. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many like again I just keep talking about this, but the, I love the the boss arenas in Demon Souls a lot more than I like the Dark Souls ones. There's so many like nooks and crannies to hide in. Right. And stuff here. Like it's just it's a much better and more interesting arena. Like I feel like the bosses in Demon Souls are more kind of inclusive. Like the the arena are, are a bigger part of them than in Dark Souls. So I really appreciate that here. Yeah. And in the next yeah. area. They get in your way less. Yeah. Yeah. They're not meant there to be a detriment. I guess like I mean there are boss fights in, in Dark Souls where it's similar. So you know I'll use the the pillars in Ornstein and Smo and and uh the Capra Demons arena is, you know, really elemental to his boss kind of design. But yeah, I feel like that happens in most boss fights in the in this game. Like the the arena is just very interesting and is exploitable and uh and it's something you have to consider. I revisited this area today and I noticed like is there any explanation behind who the person is on the the kind of slab or the tomb or whatever when you first walk in? Oh, that or you get the, just, uh, uh, the the hero soul from? Yeah, I guess I didn't look at the uh description. Maybe that would have the explanation behind it. I, I just assume that he's another since this is a testing ground for warriors, okay. I assume that like this is part of the test. Gotcha. Like, he's them, not his... like a significant character. He's just as like someone else other than you. Yeah. Okay. That's how. That's why I always took it. And this this old hero is part of of is part of the test. You know, this is the little antechamber into the the Storm King's feeding grounds. You know, okay. and this is the last thing you have to pass before you get to get your uh, you know sky burial writ large. Huh. Uh, one other thing I noticed, and I'm not sure if this is just like I don't know where this uh, arena is uh, in relation to what is above it. But when I revisited it today, I noticed that there there were like a, a few of those shadow guys up above. You can see the light that they cast. I'm not sure if oh, those wow. are, are hmm. ones that I had I had you know that were just earlier in the level, or they're just they're watching the fight. But I couldn't actually hit them with my bow. I, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, no, yeah, I, they I, they I are up there, and uh, I'm not sure where they are in relation to the rest of the level. They could just be like I said, enemies from earlier in the stage, or they could just be there. So, huh? Right. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I have to I'll have to go back there and take a look. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but old hero, or yeah, he dies. Old hero. Yeah, I. Yeah, this. Uh, you know, I already made the comparison to to, to to Zelda. I know when we were talking to you, Bob, about uh, doing this episode for the show, you mentioned that you spent the most time on this, and right. And I, I, I kind of want you to go back over that for me, just so oh. we can understand this, the, the the significance that this has for you. Uh, uh, this it's not the not the boss battle in particular, but the level itself. Right. Um, is that what you meant? Yeah. I just feel like this has the most uh, bottlenecks in in uh, Demon Souls. The most sort of um, really tight situations where you have to like just be a master of knowing how to react without a lot of landscape beneath you. And all these things like impeding your progress, like you were fighting skeletons while you were dodging um, the projectiles from the uh, the manta rays, or I mean, it just like I, it just so much treacherous footing, and um, I, I get flustered really easily in this game. So um, this was this did not make for a, a great experience for me, but I eventually learned it so well. Like if you asked me to sit down and draw this level, mm-hmm. um, I could probably sit down mm-hmm. and draw it like almost perfectly, just because it's <laughs> one of those things that's etched in my brain. 
Um, but I mean, I, I did, I do enjoy. It. I just spent so much time with it. It Could be just sort of a Stockholm syndrome sort of deal. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I had more trouble with the um, the skeleton uh, cliffs and the uh, cave following that than I did with the Anorlando archers. Yeah, it's it's kind of um, I can see the the comparison too because both of them are areas where you're trying to do something while um, dodging ranged attacks. Yeah. At the same time, which is always going to be difficult. Not that I didn't have problems with the Andorlano archers. I'm sure I, I've tried that 30 times before I got it, but I've tried this level like 90 times, you know, over the course. Like, this is a game that I would put down for a few months and then come back to it, and this is one of the levels that I uh, did that with. Mm. Yeah. And in reality, we can just go back and listen to the Andorlano episode, which you were a oh, guest yeah. on in order yeah. to uh, <laughs> uh, understand how frustrated you were with I that. I wonder if you brought this up during this. the Andorlano archers. <laughs> I, I probably did, because like I said, I played this level so many times when I originally played through Demon's Souls. It was much easier this time because I, I knew about, um, I didn't have the Thief's Ring because I didn't pick it up in 1-1, but I had the Cloak spell. So that was uh, like much handier because now I could actually dodge uh, or the Commander Rays wouldn't see me. You know, so that was one problem out of the equation. But still, it was tough. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the harder levels in the game yeah. for sure. Um, you know, and if we weren't doing the Valley of Defilement after this, I would maybe crown it. Um, yeah. Yeah. As such. It's bizarre in that it is a an incredible example of uh, difficulty of level over difficulty of boss throughout, really, um, as compared to difficulty of boss over difficulty of level so the level really hard in the shrine of storms as compared to the bosses whereas if you look at the valley of defilement level really hard yeah all three bosses are are essentially a joke yeah yeah as far as how to defeat them like i really like them as far as ideas and especially astraea but yeah they're all very easy to beat I think also the lack of shortcut bothers me about this level. Not that I, I'm saying it's a bad level because I did enjoy it, but if you, if you lose to the boss, you have to go through all those bottlenecks over and over again. And a lot of it is, is just luck. Like, is this guy going to move the way I want him to move, you know? Or is he going to come at me and shove me off the cliff? Yeah. So yeah. if there was a shortcut once you got to the bottom of both of those caves, I would have appreciated this much more. Uh, or I would have I had less of a hard time, but... Uh, losing to the boss i mean it's possible i mean i, I didn't i i'd be even first try this time but last time i wasn't as uh smart about it i, I didn't realize his blindness so there right. were quite a yeah. few times on my first playthrough where i was like i gotta do this all over again great yeah there, there, there's plenty about dark souls where they just make you appreciate how generous they are with yeah. shortcuts you know just various elevators and whatnot uh hidden passages as compared to this which is just like nope 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 even in four one you just have the uh the glitch right yeah 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 even though i guess like bypassing if you kill the um the vanguard you can make a a pretty much a direct run to it and that's kind of a shortcut if you don't try to go around the vanguard but you're definitely right like there aren't any uh, like official you know kicked ladders in in this zone yeah. yeah. If there were a Demon Souls director's cut, I would. Uh, if I was making this game, I would just add something, because it feels mm-hmm. like I, maybe that's why, like I said, the level feels so long, just because you have to do, redo so much of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. there. Like, I, it took me a, it took me a lot of tries, and I went here early too for some reason. Like this set of levels, um, something you know about uh, two two didn't you know didn't appeal to me when I first went there or two one. So I started going here, and uh, my friend Levi eventually just like warned me off it and said, you know, you're probably a little under leveled for that. So why are these skeletons so fucking hard? Um, well, you need 20 more levels. Yeah. 
it's yeah. it's high reward. That's what drove that, that that's what drew me yeah. here, which is like you just gather so many souls from all of this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which makes uh, going back to them sometimes difficult. Like every other level, just fighting the normal enemies, you don't get very much in the way of souls. But if you die, you know, on that last little Reaper stretch to the uh, to the old hero, you're probably carrying eight thousand or nine thousand souls. You know, um, which is you know can be pretty significant. As opposed to if you die, I don't know, you know, part way to the the fool's idol, in which you're maybe carrying you know two thousand or one thousand. Right. You know. So uh, you get so many souls, and that ups the stakes quite a bit as well. So, but yeah, so you, you beat the old hero. Um, you can make the sword of searching, which we mentioned, and second chance, um, which is excellent and is uh, you know well worth worth using having up. Um, the, the playthrough I'm doing for the show, I'm actually going to up my my faith and um, intelligence enough to to be able to cast, or faith and magic enough to be able to cast it. Yeah. Um, a second, and then, a second chance just lets you keep your soul. I forget what it does. If you uh, if you die, you respawn with half your health. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. Does not work if you fall or uh, die in any way in which your body is irrecoverable. Yeah, and it's easy not to notice too. Like somebody can, you don't get like a period of invincibility or anything. So if somebody's hammering on you, you can go to second chance and then just keep getting hit. Uh, um, but it does help a lot for. Uh, you know, just in general, keeping staying alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are some tens, uh, tendency things here. So pretty yeah, much what we just mentioned, really. Yeah, we cover these. Like you can get that. You can get Makoto. Yeah. With white, and then with black, you get the uh, the primeval demon. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys? Uh, I wanted to ask you this because I I feel like I'm a veteran of this game, but I never touch tendency, and whenever I try to alter it, I I feel like I'm still doing it wrong, even though I'm sort of following explicit instructions. Do you have the same problems I do when experimenting with this, or do you just play offline, or how does that work for you? I think I can't. I, we might have talked about this um, at some point. I think that what might be happening. So, tendency is influenced by other people online. Yeah. So maybe you're you're doing the things that influence it, but then the kind of median tendency is undoing your efforts. Right. Like I, I play online, but I tend to play maybe in longer stretches. So my my local version of tendency sticks around a little bit longer. Oh, I see. Maybe that's what's going on. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. I, I. In general, I don't bother. But whenever I try, just because I've, I've, I haven't seen all this content, I really want to. I just it didn't it never works out for me. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. Go ahead. Any time that I have gone for a pure white tendency, which is what I would naturally do, um, because I am an immaculate person. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've gotten it. Otherwise, if I've not felt like bothering or um, going after uh, any of the obscure things that I should have done to get that, I've not gotten it. So I haven't felt like at any point I didn't get anything I didn't try to get. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to get pure white if you uh, don't die in human form. So, like, if yeah, you kill yourself yeah. in the nexus over and over. Yeah. You'll eventually end up at pure white, but then sometimes by the time you get to pure white, you don't have a reason to go back to the world. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like you're you're done with it. Mm-hmm. And if you go back, go, you'll be white. Yeah. So. Not not to go on too long about this, but I I also have problems reading the the legend or the map oh, yeah. or whatever. It's like there's no there's no like oh yeah. Well, there's no legend to it. It's not like this is what pure white is. It's like no, you figure it out. And I feel like <laughs> the, I I looked at an internet uh, like JPEG, and I swear to God, I've had pure white, but maybe it was like one degree of of shade darker, but I oh, can't yeah. tell. You know. Yep. Me too. 
Yeah, there's so, nothing yeah. saying. You just have to like mentally calculate the points that you've earned by how often you've died versus how many things you've killed versus how many things you didn't kill versus, yeah. 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 So, yeah I, was, I have a hard time distinguishing color, and it's very difficult for me. Yeah. So... Yeah. So for me, first playthrough didn't care at all about tendency. Second playthrough wanted to get white. Got it. So yeah. For for the show, I'm planning on doing all the black, pure black stuff, and turn doing pure black character tendency and doing the um, the Mephistopheles stuff. I just haven't done it yet. Right. So it's all it's easier to go from white to black mm-hmm. than than opposite. Um. So that is a. That's what I'm intending to do to see some of that stuff. Right. as well there's there's a lot it seems like there's a lot to it but there's really not that much that is unique and fun content there's harder versions of the levels which is what you usually get for black and then some extra items which you usually get for white right. um so it's neat but you're not getting very much extra like npcs and story stuff like that happens sometimes but it doesn't happen very often yeah so it's one of those like, I, poorly I, explained but also underutilized yeah mechanics and I know Atlas would have like events where they would change the tendency to one thing for a month, but they haven't done that in years, <laughs> I think. So, right. Or they, I don't know if they'll ever do it again, but I, I wasn't playing at the time they did that. So they're in maintenance, maintenance mode. Yeah. 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 Which I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that they're keeping it up. Yeah, me too. You know, but that's all. And by all rights, it should have ended a year and a half ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, Storm King. The, uh, the Trapper Keeper boss of Dark uh, Demon <laughs> Souls, rather. Yeah. yeah. I, I love this boss. I love oh, yeah. The up. I love the area. I love the music. <laughs> there's, there's no part of this that I don't love. Like, they kind of again. throw you into it where it's like, what what do I do? You know? But mm-hmm. if you know what to do, it's it's one of the easiest bosses ever. But it's the, it's like the only... It's one of the few moments where you're really empowered in the game. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah, and it's also... Um, the uh, so foreboding, you know, like I knew something was going to happen because I just went through an archdemon gate, but to just have it look like a normal area, right? Yeah. You know, at it's least like, I, initially, coming, yeah. just really aggressive uh, storm beasts, you know, and just so many of them, mm-hmm. so many of them, um, yeah. Yeah, you don't have a dragon god staring at you down a, a corridor or whatever. And you see that awesome, you know, when you see the awesome cutscene. Mm-hmm. But then, and then nothing, you know, for a long time. And that cutscene is so great. Like, I love the the storm beasts peeling themselves off of him, like those oh, disgusting yeah. frogs. Oh God! That, yeah, like the worst don't creature. Even, in... Don't even talk to me about those frogs, Gary. You God's creation. Do we know their names? Like, <laughs> God's creation. Terrible frogs. I don't. Some... Like a, cra- a crazy frog situation we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> <A> crazy. <frogs. laughs> is that the first time those words have been uttered since? <laughs> a crazy frog. I'm just surprised that he. Horrible CGI character with visible genitals took the UK by storm. <laughs> there's a decade ago. There's a. I walked by the student run, like or the student theater today, and there was like um, uh, Portland something theater troupe presents the fifth annual, and then it was frogs with a Z, oh. and it was a picture of a of a, a tie dye frog. Oh, and like no. the, the font for the first part was all business, and then it was, and then you know, I'm reading it, and then surprised by the punch, you know, the ending being frogs with a Z, <laughs> and then just a picture of a tie dye frog. Frogs. Like, what is this? The fuck are these imagined party frogs? Like what? What are these things? <laughs> um, but do, do you know those gross frogs we're talking about? <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, I have a great distaste for crazy frog, but 
these are these are sane frogs, but they'll make you go crazy. Yeah, they do. They, Talk they, about like they, hallucinogenic uh, frogs you lick. They do not sing Axel F. However, they do have holes in their back in which they gestate uh, baby frogs of themselves. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah like you'll you'll see that on like um you like, like oh, the these are like ones. a real this is like a real animal that exists. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, so I know. Like, yeah, I think I've seen this before, like on nature shows. Like it's it's like WTF tit or uh, bot flies, except yeah. uh, like a lotus pod, but with actual flesh and actual reality. Yeah, yeah. Well, lotus, lotus pods are disturbing. Yeah, I will attest yeah. to that. So. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You, you fight one of them in EVO. Yeah. You fight one of these frogs. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Makes me against evolution. Yeah. Just end the whole thing. Yep, Go stop it. We're going to create these things. Kill everything living. Go. <laughs> but that's what the Storm Beast is like with these little attached, uh, or Storm King, with these little attached Storm Beastlets. Yeah, yeah, that are just... Uh, Riding under carriage like that. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Can't stop thinking about frog. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the 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 real goal here is to get down to the henges and pick up the storm ruler. However, um, if you don't know that, you're just kind of uh, operating under the normal assumption that you can take these things out uh, yeah. by hook, by crook, or by any other normal uh, uh, range weapon you have. Mm-hmm. Which you can. Like you can fight them with arrows. Right. Like you you don't have to get the the storm ruler. Um, I've only done the the storm ruler playthrough once, and it was my meat cleaver run because I didn't have a bow. But uh, why? <laughs> oh, the bow! My arrows do more damage than the storm storm render. Or uh, but they take out so many enemies at once. It's I mean a, a little preview of the uh, of the appendix, but like like the storm ruler turns you into the fierce deity. I just, uh, I never, you know, if I shoot three or four regular um, kind of storm beast and then go hang out in the house, yeah, um, they're really not a problem for me. And I just huh. need to watch out for the uh, the storm king. Hmm. So I do more damage with the with the arrows than with the uh, the storm ruler, huh. and would just uh, and just do that. I've used the storm ruler before. I did it on my meat cleaver run because I didn't have a bow. But the uh, and my kind of normal run, if I have the lava bow by this point, I usually don't get it, um, yeah. just because I don't need to. Yeah. It- it's a little detrimental too, since it, since it has such low uh, durability. However, yeah. uh, like it's thematically in... stronger. Oh, like God, I should yeah. be getting it for canon reasons. Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. really yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't try. Can you use this, can you use that weapon outside of this stage outside no. of this level? Okay, no. I didn't think so. It is only four four. Like, I would like to see a storm ruler run if that was possible. <laughs> I, I bet you it is. I bet you someone's done it. There's probably a storm ruler speed run that's less than two hours. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm torn by wanting to continue the podcast and then also look that up because <laughs> uh, I am definitely curious. Is it you can't use the R two attack or you can't use it at all outside of four three? I don't have any recollection. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I just uh, just was curious. Huh. Well, yeah. I will look that up and people will tell us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything that I have ever read has said it doesn't work outside of. Uh, Outside of four two, as anything other than a very weak weapon. Yeah, it might just be like a, a shitty sword. Yeah. So, which um, really cool. There's an artifact that is uh, that that is activated by this particular geographic location. Yeah, like the the, the arrangement of the stones. Yeah. You know, perhaps like there's a geometric uh, mm-hmm. function. It's also like I like this area is interesting in that um, it wasn't always a feeding ground. Right. You know, for this, because someone built these stones, someone lived in that house, 
Yeah, the house was a an interesting little touch there. Yeah, so I mean, it makes it like from a gameplay perspective, it's obviously you know really helpful. But from a lore perspective um, or an environment perspective, like it just makes me wonder what it is, you know, what it's doing there. Yeah, I don't have an answer. I just you know, if it's something like where the you know maybe there was a even older civilization that these barbarians, you know, uh, are built on. Or uh, maybe I guess it could be kind of like a like a waiting room or a uh, kind of a vest, you know a second area to wait to be sacrificed or where they prepared the bodies maybe. I mean, they're yeah. kind of a groundskeeper, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody who's cleaning up corpses and dumping them in front of the the reapers in front of the other area. A little bit. Or just you know. rubbing eleven herbs and spices into every hero as <laughs> before they get sucked up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking here. There's uh like the only uh the only item there is the uh the toad eye arrow, which I have no mm. idea what that does. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean just this appeals to my general uh preference or uh attraction towards rocky uh rocky beaches mm-hmm. that are hostile in nature. Yeah. This is th- this is that times a thousand. So yeah, they put those yeah. two crystal lizards down there by the storm ruler. Yeah, to to tempt you into fighting them rather than fighting the boss in front of yeah. you and get murdered. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, assuredly, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, there's not too much. So the the storm ruler is not too much to him. Like he's a he's a gigantic version of a storm beast. Right, and uh, it's really just about awareness of your periphery, like knowing when to dodge and hear, listening for the audio cues, mm-hmm. and then finding a safe place to stand to use your weapon of choice on him as he passes. Right, um, you can kill him with the bow and arrow. You can kill him in two passes. Like it's it's he's again he's an easy boss, mm-hmm. but it's just uh, sense of scale and kind of visually he's just really neat. Yeah, yeah the, there's a great sense of spectacle to him, and it actually sort of reminded me of uh, I just replayed Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. And mm. uh, I feel like bosses never got that big again until Demon Souls, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. But uh, yeah, I just love the sense of scale. Exactly, playing with scale like that—that—that that, that, that was the biggest thing I noticed about this in particular. But uh, you look at the Dragon God, or you look at uh, um, the Adjudicator. Or yeah, per- something like well, that. Yeah, pretty much. Like just, uh, just kind of like, oh, let's let's actually tease with this idea of actually fighting something that is so much bigger than you. And uh, the idea that this has, like, at least, like, what, seven, um, like, uh, target points that you can get at? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, very, very cool. If not, you know, particularly hard. It also, it's interesting, too. Like, this reminds you of that Dragon God thing. Like, we keep talking about whether these things were, like, awakened by the fog or a result of the fog or what. Like, this, as well as the Dragon God, um, kind of, you know, makes me think of that conflict just in that it is has such an air of ancientness to it mm-hmm. and the, the lore supports it. So maybe it's something that was sleeping until the fog came out. Like it's definitely a demon, but you know, the demons come from a fog. The fog is more recent. Like it's just kind of a, a little bit confusing that yeah. these cultures are in place and have been for a long time yeah. and also are worshiping and are directly resultant of, of things that happen to be demons. Maybe it wasn't always a demon. Maybe it's been corrupted. Right. You know, somehow, I don't know. These feel so much more like a force of nature. Yeah. Than any of the dragon stuff does. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, they both have, like, lore things to support that they've been there for a long time, that cultures have, like, sprung up around them. Yeah, yeah. Just you like know, he... like, out of out of the areas, this definitely seems like the one that has the most in common with, with the, uh, the, the uh, Stonefang Tunnels, in that they're cultures that have sprung up around a, an existing thing. 
Yeah. You know? So hmm. I don't I don't have an answer. Um hmm. it feels really satisfying to kill this gigantic thing and then have your, your run of the island and Is watch all the other of, uh, Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say and watch the, the storm beast die. Yeah. Like all of them die with their mom. Is there any sort of uh, explanation on the on the soul for him? Uh, I, I didn't read it yet. I, I think I still have it, or it didn't turn it into anything. Um, I can get in, that. It turns into the Morian blade, mm. um, which is one of the things. Which is a, a sword that gives you a permanent uh, red tear stone effect. If oh. you you know, so it's a red tear stone sword. You don't have to be. You can't be at full health, but if you have less than thirty percent, it gives you a boost. Oh, cool. Um, and then one other thing. Yeah, it's the anti-magic field, uh, ah, which yes. yeah gives you the uh, uh, says this miracle represents the power of the god against tremendous uh, tremendous malice. Uh, it's one of the greatest miracles, aiding all who are righteous. Yeah, it makes sense with the uh, the storm beast dropping the uh, cloud stone, the anti-magic right. cloud stone that he would give you the anti-magic field as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not very much. The demons usually the archdemon souls don't say very much. It's not like yeah. the uh, the souls and uh, dark souls. That's right. I think I was just getting them to uh, the two conflated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a this is a huge encounter, and like I remember very specifically texting you, Gary, and saying, mm. "Wow." Yeah. Because of that scale factor that uh, that Bob mentioned, right? Yeah, it's yeah. very it's very impressive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love it. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, all too soon it is over. Yeah, and uh, you've done those things with his souls, and uh, and you've beaten the uh, the shrine of storms. Yeah, mm-hmm. which leaves us with one unexplored uh, realm. Yes, yeah, which we will be doing next time, um, heading towards the Valley of Defilement. Yeah, um, in order to uh, get plague <laughs> and get, get get plagued up. Yeah. Uh, is there um, anyone who actually uh, doesn't save that area for last? I know I always do. In fact, I, in my recent, most recent playthrough, all I have to do is beat um, the Maneater before I have to go mm. to 5-1. <laughs> yeah, I've gone there to get the Blessed Mace before. Oh, I yeah, yeah. dipped yeah. into 5-1, but I've never gone further than that. Like, I, I always do it last, too. Partly, I like it thematically because I like uh, Astraea so much, and I like that boss fight quite a bit. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a slog. I always dread it. No, and I, I also noticed something, um, slight, slight tiny bit off talk, but I also noticed that I've been playing through things a little differently this time, and I noticed that you can actually get access to 1-4 really early. Um, oh, yeah. Can you beat the game without having finished all the levels? or I, I just was curious. I don't know if you guys know that or not. No, yeah, because you I... have to beat all the... the... Wait, well, how are you getting access to 1-4 really early? Um, you get access once to you beat the uh, Dragon God... You can yeah. open up one three, and you can beat one three and go right to one four. I haven't gotten through much of one four, but um, right now I have to beat um, the uh, area three and area five. But one four is available to me right now. My experience, my experience is that the only like hard fog gate is after one two, uh, where you have to beat an archdemon to get there. However, right. you you can get to uh, to to the false king in order to yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think there. you're right. I think he just counts as another archdemon, but right. you have to kill all five to open up the awesome glyph inscribed oh, floor. Yeah, there's yeah. another gate before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the one that I mean, it's the one in the nexus that you're walking around on. Yeah, which like once you kill, oh, we didn't talk yeah, about sorry, it last yeah. time. Um, but when you when you've killed three archdemons, it starts weakening mm-hmm. when you're human. Like I love that effect. Yeah, like it's, it wobbles and that's so unnerving. Like well, I'm just yeah, gonna... I completely <laughs> forgot about that uh, that section. 
And it's already pretty unnerving. Like, it's pretty upsetting to walk on this uh, very clearly clear uh, surface, but with uh, magical attributes that you are weakening. Yeah, but wiggles, that's that's enough for me. (laughs) I would not not do that. Yeah. Um, Give me brick. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, we, so that's what we're doing next episode. We're not exactly sure who we're going to be joined by yep. um, for that one. We're still working that out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So, uh, Bob, plug it up. Yes. Oh, uh, I plug it up. Okay. You can find me. Uh, go to retronauts.com to download Retronauts. Uh, we're also in the iTunes Music Store. If you like, if you like this show, you're going to like Retronauts. I think. <laughs> or if you like anything else that Gary and Cole do, we, we sort of have the same, the same kind of focus uh, as Watch Out for Fireballs. Except you guys are more of uh, you guys are way more focused than we are. We sort of take more broad topics than you. Uh, there, there's so much room for both, though. Like yeah. I, that's I, right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love that you guys will do um, like this season, like specifically like the video game violence one. Oh, um, you know, are, are some of my my favorites, and I like that kind of uh, zoomed out topic oh, based, yeah. fe- like feature based podcasting is what I would call it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also do. Uh, I write for US Gamer, and I do some stuff for Games Radar, and uh, I do a column for something awful. I've done that for a long ass time. So if you enjoy <laughs> that, I've got about like 170, I think, at this point. So and it's all read the fantastic. back catalog, like for real. Yeah. Thank you. And and again, like not to you know, I, I know Bob in real life now, so it's weird to effusively <laughs> compliment him. Mm-hmm. But when I found like so, several of my favorite articles were by you before I knew oh, who you were. So I, I talked about the um, the nintendo game rental instructions uh, <laughs> that's, done right, by the place. That's, right. that's one of my favorite things that's ever been on the internet and then the um most recently that weird al dear john letter thing is <laughs> oh, conceptual cool. brilliance like i i think that's really great okay yeah. yeah i was worried that only i would find that fun that happens because like there's no comment system on something awful which is probably good yeah so no, i it, never hear about anything i never hear if anything works if anyone hates anything i just i just put it out there because i like it and then like occasionally someone will say on facebook oh this is funny so it's nice to hear in person that like it worked. You know? <laughs> the, the, so the premise is right funny. up in the front, like it's like a Mister Show sketch, is what it reminded me of. Is that kind yeah, of like yeah. a little bit like a way really far fetched? You have to go really far to set it up, and then afterwards, like everything just kind of falls into place for it. Yeah, um, so. I think I'm sort of a, a, a failed sketch uh, performer. I never was you know good at performing, so I just sort of write all my sketch ideas out, you know, <laughs> in different in different formats. I mean, failed in a loose sense in that the stuff you write works. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I just which means successful. Yeah, (laughs) I just don't have the performance part down, or like you know the the whole improv group uh, training, whatever. Oh yeah, if you want to call it. So so if you're recruiting for the mixed nuts improv group and you're looking for a new writer, uh, grab grab Bob Mackey. Yeah, yeah, I'm always available. But I think that's it. Sorry, sorry. This has been like the let's talk about why I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, that, I'm that's fine, fine with that. Like, I'm yeah. fine with talking about why Bob is good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then by way of me and Cole, um, Bob talked about it, but we do watch out for fireballs, which is a kind of a less zoomed in than this, but uh, more zoomed in than a lot of podcasts look at an individual old game. Um, every time when you're listening to this, um, we're doing Fallout 2, and we're going to have at some point in the near future Chris Avalone on, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, um, yeah and we do some other shows as well. Uh, so Gary does pilot season, which is a variety show in the truest sense of the uh, of the term. Uh, it is a new concept every single time, every two weeks. So uh, uh, tune in if you don't like it. Tune in uh, two weeks from then, and then you will like it. Uh, I assure you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, uh, check it out, Comrade, with Nick Glauber, which is a indie uh, bite size indie game show. 
mm-hmm. that we just started up. It uh, drops on Saturday, so check that out. I think at the time this comes out, the next episode will be about uh, Amnesia and Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Amnesia Machine for Pigs mm-hmm. and uh, Legacy. So, um, which is a real good one. I have a lot of things to say about Machine for Pigs, which I'll still say with Cole. Yeah. I just need to wait for him to beat it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I still want to talk to Cole about that. Yeah. But I was so impatient that I helped start another show. <laughs> um, Cole does a show called uh, Those Damn Ross Kids with his brother. It's currently on hiatus, but it will be coming back. It has yep. a very rich and evergreen backlog. Yeah. Um, he also does a show called The Level, which is a video game kind of news audio magazine thing he does with some of his buddies. I've been on it before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been kind of special episodes. Bob was on a special episode about Gone Home. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Very, it's a very good show. Um, and then also we do a show called Abject Suffering, which is our bad games podcast. Yeah. And uh, I would like to call everybody's attention to Hexcrank, which is my survival horror blog. Um, I've put out an article about Haunted House for the 2600. And uh, as you're listening to this, I've also done an episode about Ghost Banner, which is the worst thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not all glamour and glitz. Nope, nope. In the world of independent media. We take the good and then we take the bad. And we take the... And then you have. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the third line is. You take, you take them both. <laughs> take them both. Which is kind and of redundant because in the first two lines, you're, you are taking both of them. Yep. <laughs> no. Yeah, you Come take them both. Life. You take them both. Get it together. So you get both of both. So there we go. Yeah. As long as you have two of each. It's like you take the milk, you take the eggs, then you take the milk and the eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's mayonnaise, right? Like that. uh, yeah. Oh, no. You yeah. emulsify that shit. <laughs> um yeah, but uh, I think that's it for us. Um, if you have anything to let us know about um, the Valley of Defilement or any corrections for this episode, please go to duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. And then ratings, reviews, um, our Amazon tip jar for holiday shopping is a huge help. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything else? Um, it has been forever since I've been human. Yeah. And uh, so the world might be amended. So the world might be amended. Boom, boss. Only I had some friends. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And we all pray that we will have far more soon 